Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road asset protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, being a head coach is not easy in basketball. They, they talk about the 18 inch move, right? 18 inches is, you know, the width of most of those uh, chairs, right? You move 18 inches over and it's a completely different ball game. And, uh, uh, two guys are finding that out. We'll talk about what's really happening in Atlanta and what they're saying went wrong with the Miami Dolphins. Uh, we'll get to that kind of momentarily. Uh, no buyer today, right? We got ILO today. Is that right? Do we get that's I- affirmative? ILO today, good. ILO, uh, John Ramos, and of course uh, Jason Stewart. The in the bonus podcast will be up at uh, five on the east, two on the west. You'll be able to check that one out. And a reminder, any first responder will tell you never try and beat a train. After breaking, you could take a mile for a train to come to a complete stop. When you come to Real Crossing, stop trains can't pay for by NHTSA. 
So what went wrong for the Dolphins? Um, look, we've seen a lot of tape on it. And uh, there's some, I mean, what the Chargers were doing was, you know, if they weren't in motion, trying to be very aggressive and challenge, challenge the Dolphins wide receivers. Um, I pointed out that there were just throws that Tua didn't make and the ones they did make weren't particularly accurate. Here's Mike McDaniels on what went wrong from his perspective. You talk about a frustrating uh, film to watch, you know, just taking that to the face. One thing that stood out um, on both sides of the ball were in certain situations, guys went from playing within their assignment to getting into a mode where, hey, I'm going to make the play. You don't do that in 11 on 11 football with any sort of consistency or success. It wasn't one player. It wasn't one position. It wasn't one side of the ball. So to me, that's very telling um, in terms of uh, there's a lot of guys pressing. So he's putting on that they were pressing. They were. That's what went wrong. They were pressing. Um, and I'm and I I understand what he's trying to do. Right. He's Mike McDaniel's is completely about the mental game. And I think that there's a very distinct possibility that 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 one of the reasons Tua, when he's bad, is so bad is he's a he's a guy whose confidence goes up and down. And when he's not playing well, he thinks he's not playing well, or knows he's not playing well, and uh, you know he gets his confidence down, or or he tries to force something that's that's not there. Uh, McDaniel is trying to take the pressure off the players for not performing well by saying, hey, look, it's not that you didn't play well. You just tried to play well too hard. And I'm sure there's some truth to it. But I would also tell you that he had guys wide open. The quarterback didn't hit him. And a lot of what they do, the in-breaking routes, they the Chargers took away. Go and watch the tape. They sat on the inside shoulder, played inside leverage, forcing Tua to make the longer, harder, uh, you know, smaller window throws and those outbreaking routes. And he either chose not to do it, and when he did throw it, he wasn't accurate doing it. I, McDaniel can tell us all he wants about basically like, no, scatter report's not out on us. This was just on it. We were just trying too hard. And he did give credit to the Chargers and say this is the best the Chargers have played all year. And I can attest to that as a Charger fan. That is the best and most complete game they played all year. But the we were pressing thing, that's an eye roll deal. That's a, I don't really want to blame anybody. So I'll just say we were trying too hard and be done with it. Yeah, I don't, I ain't buying that one. I ain't buying that one. Yeah, I'm sure you have a guy try to do hero ball, guy try to break off and do his own thing. Guys are, you know, but I mean, look, he had guys open. He just couldn't hit them. And then there were times where guys weren't open. I mean, there's there's just no possible way in which you can sit there and tell me the the, the numbers that we saw from Tua are in any way acceptable. Right? They just wouldn't be for anybody else. And, and, and all, and look, all I think, Emmanuel Acho was trying to say, I, I don't think he had the right player in mind. You know, he was trying to say like, hey, look, you know, if we're critical of Tua, we should be critical of Justin Herbert. The problem is that Justin Herbert's left a lot less to be critical of than Tua. But the point is that you got to be equal with your criticism. Okay. Tua was 10 of 28. And that includes, I think, four completions on the final drive. Right. So if you take out 
if you take out a couple of those layup completions because they were in really kind of a deep zone prevent sort of defense, like his numbers were awful. Like I haven't seen an NFL quarterback be that bad. But this is McDaniel's way of winning the mental game. You weren't bad. You were just trying too hard. You didn't do, uh, you, you didn't violate what we asked you not to do. You were just trying too hard. And I get it. The mental game is a big portion of it. And not be, and being the coach that doesn't throw players under the bus is absolutely a great way to survive a long time in the NFL. Brilliant. But the reality to it is, it's like we talked about with Baker. It's not about the intangibles. Baker has them. Baker just can't deliver the goods. And the same is true for Tua. You can't have that type of speed and that number of guys running that open and miss them that badly. You got to give them a chance. I mean, they don't even use Jasicki, and he's, he was wide open a bunch of the game. They don't even look to him. And there's a guy who got a much better catch radius than the little guys, and they don't even use him. What I didn't like was there wasn't, um, you know, McDaniel didn't do the Sean McVay, hey, this is on me. I got to find a way to dial some things up, even if he doesn't feel that way. And it's obvious that he wanted to stay away from criticizing Tua because Tua has rightfully received a ton of criticism. In a quarterback showdown, he was a no-show. But spreading it around and saying we tried too hard, that feels like an eye roll to me. Just feels like an eye roll to me. Um. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, Jay Stu, you got... So, like, our schedule... This is an, a, an interesting year, right? Because you have New Year's and Christmas both on a weekend, correct? You know? So, yeah. you'll, you'll have guys taking less time off and us kind of together more. Uh, our last Gottlieb show before Christmas is the 22nd because you're doing Dan Patrick with me. We're all kind of doing Dan Patrick, except for Ramos, because Ramos refuses to get up that early on the twenty on the twenty third. You got me, Doug. <laughs> so uh, anyway, we'll be with you uh, holiday time. I, I do next. Let, let's do this, okay? Plan this ahead. Next week's midway is all Christmas gift giving. Christmas gift giving. Good. Cool. You got that marked down? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, cool. Uh, let's get to the middle. Stuck in the middle with you. It's time for. Stuck in the middle. The Midway. What's the game? Well, uh, this, the Midway? this week, Doug, a couple of things came together. Um, so the um, the defensive coordinator that played the uh, the Patriots, Vance mm-hmm. Joseph, mm-hmm. he was the head coach of the Broncos, I think, for one season. One year, yeah. And then uh, that one season, he started the year in Mexico during a game. And Vance Joseph was a uh, obviously the first, I think, Broncos blackhead coach. And remember, they uh, ESPN farmed out something uh, the sideline gig to a, a gentleman named Sergio Dip. Who oh, had, that's right. Who had one of the 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 greatest like one offs in the history of broadcasting. And I'm thinking, you know what? We should just talk about some of the head scratching things we've we've witnessed in sports broadcasting over the years. What sticks out. This this is mine. Sergio Dip uh, doing Vance Joseph's first football game in Mexico. Here on the field from up close, just watching Coach Vance Joseph from here. You watch him now on the screen. This diversity in his background is helping him a lot tonight. Quarterback at Colorado, defensive back in the NFL. And here he is having the time of his life. Thank you, Sergio. The uh, diversity in his background is really helping him tonight. Having the time of his life. I love that one. You got one, Ilo? Actually, a broadcasting executive once referred to me as the next Sergio Sergio Dip, which I was... uh... This Oddly enough, this also involves Monday Night Football. So back in the day, the 1970s, when Monday Night Football first started, it was a cultural phenomenon with Frank Gifford, Dandy Don Meredith, and me. That would go sell. Could you imagine if this would have happened today, back when Monday Night Football was a cultural phenomenon, Howard Cosell, in a game between the Giants and Eagles in Philadelphia, drunk... On the air? Let's listen to a sample. Franklin Field, Philadelphia. 13-9 Giants. Halftime score. Tough game. Don Meredith, key points. 
A lot of people thought that the giant transformation from inefficiency to total efficiency was unreal. Your comment. You're absolutely right. Back to Keith. Now, <laughs> the Co- midway. Cosell denied that he was hammered. He claimed he had, quote, a virulent virus. I had a virulent virus. This is Howard Cosell. Uh, all right, John Ramos, what do you got? Well, let's stick to Monday Night Football, but let's not worry about the actual people that hosted Monday Night Football. Let's worry about the guests that came on Monday Night Football and this famous, famous, famous one. Joe, it's been a tough season for Jet fans. What does it mean to you now when the team is struggling? I want to kiss you. I couldn't care less about the team struggling. What we know is... We can improve. Chad missed. Chad Pennington, our quarterback, missed the first part of the season, and we struggled. We're looking to next season. We're looking to make a a noise now, and I want to kiss you. Thanks, Joe. Yeah. Huge compliment. Joe Namath, part of the four-decade team. We'll see these guys at halftime. I have a great story about that one, by the way. Okay, let's hear it. So uh, that the year the year after that, the year after that, um, a good friend of mine named Lee Stacy. Lee was the director of marketing for the Jets, so he invited me to the Jets Giants game. I actually, took my dad uh, Jets Giants game at uh, MetLife, and it was the last last preseason game. He's like, "Hey, come sit in the owners' box, whatever." So we go and we're sitting in this box, and it's great, and who walks in but Joe Namath. He hadn't been to the stadium in like a year. Um, and I was wearing a, I got to find it. I have it somewhere. I was wearing a Jets throwback jersey, a Mitchell and Ness Jets throwback jersey. And we're in the same like skybox, only I'm like, I'm not going to ask. Like, I didn't want to be like one of those guys from uh, the Tom Brady game the other day asking Joe Namath for his autograph, right? Like it's bad form when you're in the business. So Joe comes up to me and he starts talking and um, he's literally talking like close talking me. And he goes, are you going to ask me to sign your shirt or not, kid? And I was like, sorry, Joe. I just didn't know. I thought it was inappropriate. He's like, he's like, trust me. I know. This is what he said. I know inappropriate. That's not inappropriate. It's a great line. Anyway, that's my Joe Nation. All right. I've had plenty of uh, broadcasting faux pas, so I'm not, I'm going to recuse myself because Ross Tucker's waiting. Get to Ross Tucker in a moment. First, here's Isaac Lowenkron with everything else going on in sports, including the other World Cup semifinal. Indeed, it is a final. So the World Cup final matchup is all set. First came Argentina, and then, just a short time ago, France completed a 2-0 victory over Morocco. Here's how it sounded when the final whistle blew on Fox. You can start the countdown now to what is the potential to be a truly iconic World Cup final. Kylian Mbappe in France. Lionel Messi in Argentina. We'll see you Sunday. Meanwhile, in the NFL, the New York Giants have removed running back Saquon Barkley from their injury report. The Las Vegas Raiders designated tight end Darren Waller and receiver Hunter Renfro to return from injured reserve. 
The Denver Broncos designated defensive end Randy Gregory to return from IR. Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson remains in concussion protocol. Finally, in college basketball, Xavier head coach Sean Miller will not face any sanctions for NCAA infractions that occurred while he was the head coach at Arizona. In the National Hockey League, the Detroit Red Wings visit the Minnesota Wild at 7.30 Eastern. In tonight's Discover Card Key matchup brought to you by Discover, we could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more. Discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Doug, back to you. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Let's welcome in Ross Tucker. Of course, he's got the Ross Tucker podcast. He's a former NFL D lineman. He's a DraftKings analyst. And uh, and you can see him call games on CBS Sports Network. Hear him call games on Westwood One as well. Follow him on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. Um, okay, let's let's start with the Sunday night game. Um, f- forget the comparison of the two because I think I'd be insulting your intelligence if I asked you to compare those t- those two quarterbacks what what are your levels of concern moving forward with Tua Tungavailoa uh very high i would say twofold number 1 i don't know i mean there i know there's a popular theory out there now that he's got some type of undisclosed injury um which is certainly possible i know this he played really really poorly two games in a row and what I think is interesting, I think, Doug, the Chargers' defensive coaches deserve some credit. You know, everybody's so scared of how fast Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell are that they've declined to play, like, press man coverage because they don't want to get beat deep. But I think the Chargers said, you know what? Like, we can't keep giving these guys these free releases. Like, they're so fast. Everything the Dolphins do revolves around – timing and Tua throwing the ball in rhythm let's get them out of rhythm you know let's let's jam them at the line let's mess up their timing and rhythm and boy oh boy did it work in a big way yeah I mean I I talked to the Chargers and they said exactly that and they said like look our cornerbacks while they're not not big they, they can run with guys like even when Davis fell down like he was right there he just tripped and 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 fell down um, I went to the game, and that's not like a, a brag. It's more like you, you, it feels like you uh, uh, you call games so you know the difference between the two. You see the misses from Tua were – they weren't NFL misses. Like most of those guys, the real guys, when they miss, they just barely miss, right? Like they – it's like NBA players. Like they don't really miss. It's in and out, whatever. He was missing badly. Was that the timing or is that just – if, if he has to make a post-snap uh, read, that's where he struggles. Yeah, he's one of those weird ones where the longer the ball's in his hands, the worse you feel about it, right? There's other guys where it's like Mahomes or Josh Allen or Herbert, and it's like the longer the ball's in their hands, the more likely it is we're about to see something special. The longer the ball is into his hands, it's like the better chance we're going to see something really bad. And that's kind of what we saw. I don't know what to expect. I, I know this, Doug. I, I don't feel real good about him playing a Buffalo Saturday night. Oh, I mean, he's got, still got New England as minimum, well. Got New England in two weeks. Yeah, I mean, at a minimum, it'll be freezing up there. There might be wind, lake effect snow. 
that's just not his game, man. I mean, he's just – he doesn't really have the arm to power through that. And I played up there three years. That wind off the lake can be absolutely nasty. Uh, on, on the one hand, I feel like the Dolphins can't have a third straight clunker. On the other hand, boy, that is not like their recipe for success going into Buffalo Saturday night. Well, no, it's not. Uh, what about Herbert? Uh, now that you've seen him with his two best wide receivers, what are your thoughts on this Charger team that many people had questions, and rightfully so, about the defense? And the defense played well. And then the offense, I don't think score reflected they weren't as good in the red zone as they have been, but it looked like a, a, a bit of a snapshot of what people thought the Chargers would look like. Agreed. And I think, um, I mean, you can say this with a lot of teams every week now, but I think this game on Sunday is the most important game of the Chargers season because this is the type of game, Doug, other years they would lose, right? So they have an impressive primetime game, went over the Dolphins. Now they play a Titans team that's kind of beat up, but they still have Derrick Henry, and they're coming off a few losses in a row. And you referenced the Chargers' run defense, which hasn't been good. And I've never really, by the way, gotten great answers as to why like the Chargers didn't want – Nuosu back. He's been awesome for Seattle. Kaiser White's been really good for Philly. Linval Joseph's been awesome for Philly. That's a, that's a head-scratcher for me that the Chargers were like in a hurry to get rid of all those guys. But these are the games now, this Titans game on Sunday, these are the games that the Chargers typically lose. And we're going to find out if it was just a one-week, one-night great performance or if they really can do something down the stretch here what, what they, they play Tennessee on Sunday I'll, I'll tell you what they told me okay was the adjustment in personnel up front was what how Staley wants to play he his his view of how he wants to play is seven in the box but they had to get bigger bigger bodies on the interior the problem is that four of those bodies got hurt or out for the year and then they 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 cut Tillery um <laughs> so the best lay put what so happened that, there Doug do you know what happened yes. with Hillary yes um could, wasn't getting enough reps and um wasn't happy about it because they they didn't but basically it was how it was explained to me was they didn't pick up his fifth year option and he wasn't happy about it and he wasn't getting the reps that he wanted to get um and they were like Look, dude, Josh Jacobs didn't get his deal picked up, and he's playing harder, and it, it just really bothered him. Um, and I, I think there was that, and I just, I think he couldn't handle the fact that they, as highly drafted as he was, they didn't pick up his option. He was drafted when it was a different coach, a different scheme, and he just didn't handle it well, and they just, they just thought for the locker room, they, they had to move on. Not east, there's no, like, you're not a bad guy. It's just it was more the emotions of ha- having, not having his option picked up and how he handled it. Interesting. Very. Uh, I was wondering what happened there. Yeah, and then, like, and then, you know, then they, they play the Raiders, and the very first play, Tillery, he does have ability. He just, like, ragdolls one of the Chargers linemen, and they're sitting there going, like, I, I mean, oh, no, when the Rams linemen, excuse me, you know, his first, when he gets to start with the Raiders, he, he has ability. It was just he wasn't getting the reps and didn't handle it, handle it well. Uh, anyway, um, that, there's, there's your answer. I'll give you, there's a little bit more to the answer. I'll give you off, off air as well. Ross Tucker joining us on, on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Okay, so um, 
I'm watching Brady, and it's getting worse and worse. And yet, they're still in position to win the division and go in the playoffs. How do you at least temporarily fix what ills the the Buccaneers? I don't know, man. This is a whole, this whole thing's a major bummer for me. Yeah, I think anybody that ever played with him, I never wanted to see this. Never wanted to see him on a bad team, playing bad. And, you know, for most of the year, I was probably thinking, well, as long as they get into the playoffs, he's Tom Brady, he could do something. I don't see that happening. I mean, there's only three teams in the NFC I can actually imagine going to the Super Bowl, and the Bucks aren't one of them. It's the Eagles, the Niners, and the Cowboys. And the Bucks they're just a bad team. I mean, they have a bad offensive line. Donovan Smith bugs the crap out of me at left tackle with his technique. Tom has missed a lot of throws this year. The defense hasn't come up big in certain situations. Now there's all this talk that Tom might want to play again. He might want to be a free agent. And I don't know if he just doesn't want to go out like this or if he thinks he can get some part ownership in a franchise. I don't, I don't know what's going on there, but I think it stinks. I, I kind of wanted him to retire having, like, the perfect career. And this is, uh, this is what some people will remember, right? Like, you know, some people remember, especially younger people, yeah, but that last year he missed a bunch of throws and he was old and he stunk. I was kind of hoping Tom never had that year, Doug. I, I, was, I was too. I just, the question becomes, does he try and run it back to prove it wasn't him, it's everybody else? I, I, don't, know, I don't know what the answer to that is. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, uh, Brock Purdy, is that replicable, what he did Sunday? Yeah, I think so. Um, I've been really impressed with him. You know, the thing that's, I think, really good for the Niners is he can run a little bit. You know, there's a reason why Kyle Shannon wanted Trey Lance. He wanted a quarterback with some mobility who could press the edge on those bootlegs and naked. Now, Purdy's not Trey Lance, but he's also not Jimmy G either. Like, he can move a little bit. I think he had, what, he had a rushing touchdown. He can run for a couple first downs. It's really hard to win without a quarterback that can do that. I mean, you got to it, – it's just so valuable. I watch all the time with the Eagles, like, just picking up two first downs that otherwise aren't there with your legs. It just – it's so valuable. And Purdy's ability to at least make the defense have to defend that, and he's athletic enough that he can run for five yards, ten yards, or whatever on a bootleg, I think that's a real added element to the Niners that they didn't have with Jimmy G. You mentioned, it's interesting you mentioned that picking up the first down, it's like, um, remember the Packer game against the Eagles, right? The, like the very first drive, the, the Packers, the Eagles might be, I think they got a penalty and they got stopped on first and second down. Then third down, Hurts scrambles and they had a spy. He beats the spy, he beats the safety, he gets the first down. And like, next thing you know, they're up 13 nothing, right? It's like literally that important. And it's, it's 11 on 11 football. It's a different dynamic when you have a guy that can move the pocket, that can move and occasionally can, can scramble uh, for, for the first down. What do you think of Micah Parsons? Uh, I'll play it for you if you haven't heard it. Uh, Micah Parsons is on Von Miller's podcast. Oh, I've heard it. You can play it, but I've heard it. <laughs> okay, here's, here's what he said. Is it Hurts or the team? 
I think it's a little bit of both, man. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's, I think it's, a little, it's, it's system and team. I think it's a little bit of both, man, because they got a great deep, they got a great offensive line, which helps Hurts. Hurts has AJ Brown and Devonta Smith. They got a good running game. I um, mean, Miles Sanders. They scheme that they, they scheme that they have. O line. I mean, bro, bro like. Um. Okay. As as a guy who 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 calls Eagles games, what do you think? Well, two things. Uh, number one, that is the national perception. You know, that's why some people still aren't buying Hertz as the MVP because the team around him is so good, and they are, Doug. I mean, so I grew up outside of Philly. And this is the best Eagles team I've ever seen. They might not win it. You know, they might they might lose their first playoff game, but they are so good. I mean, O line's the best in the league. Hurts is playing unbelievable. Miles Sanders has a thousand yards, ten touchdowns. AJ Brown, thousand yards, ten touchdowns. Devontae Smith's really good. Now they get Goddard, who's a top five tight end back. They might have five guys, Doug, with ten sacks or more by the time it's all said and done. They already lead the league by a lot. At four. I mean, they're just – they have a really, really good team. And so I think when people watch them, you know, I, I forget who was that said that um, Herbert's like a social media quarterback or whatever <clears throat> because Herbert makes some highlight real plays. Hurts doesn't really do that. You know, Hurts as a passer is more like a, a Brady, Matt Ryan – Drew Brees type where you're not going to see him hold the ball for five seconds and then throw some unbelievable rocket 40 yard. That's not really hurts. And we, you know, this from basketball, we live in such a highlight real society that that's what people think is good. I don't think that that's good. I think that's impressive. I think what's good is just throwing the ball on time to the guy you're supposed to throw it to accurately. And hurts does that all the time. His rushing is really impressive, and I don't know why Micah would do that. I mean, I, you know, I live in Harrisburg, which is where Micah's from. I, I saw his third high school game ever. Before his junior year of high school, his coach had me talk to him. And I said, listen, man, you got five years to change your life and your whole family's life because he was that good. But now, like, I can speak to this as a former offensive lineman. You already want to block him. You already want to hit him hard and all that stuff. But when there's a perceived slight, of a teammate that you like right or wrong. Now a little bit more, those guys, now they want to seek them out. Now they really want to get a shot on them. Now they really, and I just don't know why good guys do that. I mean, I never said a peep, Doug. I would, I, I don't want the D lineman. I was going against whoever it was, Bryant Young or Leroy Glover. I was just praying they didn't kill me. I wasn't, I, I wasn't looking to motivate those guys anymore. I just don't know why you would say that. He's still a young kid, and um, you know, it's a. I was on Philly radio for two hours this morning. It's that's all they're talking about now. They asked uh, Jalen Hurts about it today. Like, you know, you know how it is. They're they're making it a thing, whether it's a thing or not. They're making it a thing, and it's going to be a thing Christmas Eve. Uh, it's going to be his front page story, right? Not not like no, my I, friend. Not like my friend frontpagestory.com, dot com though. I love it. No, honestly, Doug, there are people driving around right now, 10 days till Christmas or whatever. They still haven't gotten the perfect gift for their wife or their mom. Just trust me. Go to myfrontpagestory.com. 
Looks like it's on the cover of the newspaper. It's framed. It's beautiful. She'll hang it up in her house or your house forever. And it's just cool to say to somebody, I want to do something special, so I had a story written about you. Like, that's part of giving a gift is having a good line to say with it. Having a story written about somebody is amazing. Myfrontpagestory.com. Best holiday gift ever. Myfrontpagestory.com. Do yourself a favor when you're doing that. Also, download his podcast. It's really good. It's Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Ross, you're the best. Merry Christmas to you. Thanks for joining us. Likewise. Thank you, Doug. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah! I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you... Ramos, you don't know this. Third grade, Mrs. Gaudette was my teacher at okay. Jordan Elementary. And it was the first ever bilingual classroom Wow! in uh, California state history. Uh, and Miss Gaudette, would, it was literally divided like right down the middle of the room uh, for uh, English second language learners were on one side and uh, English f- first language on the other side. And she would 
do instructions in English, do instructions in Spanish, and then there were hours. Of, it was like before they did the Spanish immersion classes. The dual immersion, yes. Dual immersion, right? And uh, anyway, I rem- for, for our holiday show, we sang that song. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that majority of kids, <laughs> whether they're a dual immersion or not, have seen Feliz Navidad. It's one of those songs that like every Christmas school Sing. It's just kind of easy think, to sing, I think right? In California, they do. I don't think they do it elsewhere. Really? Yeah. Okay. We'll have to do a poll on that. No, no, feel free, but put it in the poll. <laughs> put it in the poll. Let's do a poll. Did you do Feliz Navi? Did your kids sing Feliz Navidad in their school at their holiday show? At Gottlieb Show. There you go. <laughs> or the Doug Gottlieb Show fan page. There you go. Um,. There is this story out from Atlanta. So Desmond Ritter is the starting quarterback now in Atlanta. And th- this was uh, th- this was Arthur Smith, head coach of the Falcons, just yesterday, talking about Marcus Mariota. It's not the first time you've had to have that conversation with Marcus. How did it go? How did he take it? Yeah, well, I'm in a different role. You know, obviously Mike Rabel was the head coach then, and that's the head coach's decision. I'm just saying I was the coordinator. So a lot different this time around. Um, completely different set of circumstances. So those are never easy for any position. Certainly something as high profile as a quarterback that gets as much attention. Uh, you know, obviously aware of that as well, but you try to be truthful. And whether they agree or not, you know, those are the conversations you have to have. And that's what we did and had it in person Thursday morning. So he had it in person Thursday morning, but then he said basically like, he, I don't know where he is. I don't know where he is, which made it seem like Mariota was, oh, I'm benched. Well, I quit. I quit. Uh, There's a couple layers to it. The first thing is that Arthur Smith, though he's technically right, right, that he's, he's technically right. So the question was asked, hey, not the first time you've had this conversation. Remember, Mariota was his quarterback in Tennessee. Then they benched him for Ryan Tannehill and the team took off. So the question was, it's not the first time you've had that conversation. And Arthur Smith, and and on some level, he is accurate. It is a different role. He's the head coach now. He's the coordinator then. Mike Vrabel made the decision. But that also kind of shows a little bit about why Mariota's probably pissed. right? Because in order to get Mariota to come there from, remember he was with the Raiders as their backup. There had to be some level of promise there. There had to be somebody saying, and likely Arthur Smith. Hey, look, what happened in Tennessee? Like, that wasn't me. That was Vrabel. You're my guy. You're my guy. Because Mariota knows, like, if you get benched a second time, it's pretty much over. That, that's, that's what's happened to, I mean, you look at all these quarterbacks. Baker Mayfield, right? Benched a second time in Carolina. It's, it's over now. It's probably a backup duty. Carson Wentz, same thing. You know, the only thing saving Carson Wentz is the contract. But even now, like, he's been benched again. It's, it's over for him as a starter. You can be a spot starter, you're never you're not gonna be a full time starter again. So when you're trying to choose a place where you're gonna get a chance to start, you want to choose with somebody who you have some working knowledge with, but also like, look, man, if I'm gonna go there, like you gonna stand by me if things aren't good? Yeah. And then they don't. Then the news came out today that he didn't just leave the team, he had a baby. <laughs> and Arthur Smith made it seem like there was nothing wrong with his knee. I don't know anything about the knee. It's a previous injury or whatever. Now he's going to have knee surgery. Uh, this, this one strikes me as Arthur Smith thinking he has a really good relationship with Mariota and really having none. 
Because if you really had a good relationship, that it would have been a different discussion. You would have known he had a baby. You would have known he hurt his knee. And you would have found a way in which to have kind of common ground in a conversation. And you didn't have that. Am I reading this wrong, Jay Stu? But like when a guy doesn't know that your head coach doesn't know the starting quarterbacks have had a baby, he doesn't know that? No, that's a that's a head scratcher for sure. I'm interested uh that you've taken this this angle on this story because the the guy walking away from a team after he's been told he's been uh replaced is easy fodder for people to just call him uh unprofessional or a a uh, B word that has five letters. Um, so I I appreciate you taking this tact with it, that maybe Arthur Smith had more to do with this than he's, uh, than he's leading on, and him just kind of putting off that other incident, the first incident on it being a different coaching staff and a different team, doesn't, doesn't strike me as accountable here. No, it does not strike me as accountable either. Not even, not even in... in uh, n- not anyway. It, it it does on this on this one, but not previously, right? On on any of the the previous move when he's in Tennessee, a uh, different role here. I wasn't the head coach there. That wasn't me. I had nothing to do with it, which is probably what he told Mariota. Like, man, I had nothing to do with having Tennessee. You're my guy. I mean this this is what this is how business truly works. Is people bring with with them their people. You know. I mean, I, I don't, I don't make, I make no bones about it. If Scott Shapiro wasn't my boss or one of my bosses, then I wouldn't be at Fox Sports Radio. But I have a working, intricate knowledge of Scott. Like, we worked together for years over at the other place. And, you know, I think, I think Colin the same. I, Jason Smith the same. Like, we all worked with him, and we know he knows, he knows the game. He knows how this thing works. He knows how it's supposed to sound. And, you know, to, for Scott, it's okay that he doesn't, by the way, he just got a promotion. Hey, somebody text him, see if I can borrow 20 bucks. He just got promoted. Did you guys see he just got promoted? He just got promoted. I wonder what that does. Does that mean they never, no longer haggle him about his parking spot anymore? Right? They used to, anyway. <laughs> just us, just the rest of us. But the point is that you want to work with somebody you work with before, who you know, whatever. With that comes, especially to the boss, a, a little bit, uh, you got to make sure it, make, it works because they, they believe it because they came to work for you. And it is on you if it doesn't work. So I'm mean, that's a little, there's I'm sure there's that pressure on Arthur Smith. Like you swore by Marcus Mariota, and he's not good enough. So there's, but Mariota doesn't see that. Mariota likely goes back to the dude you recruited me. You came to my house and told me things were going to be different, and here we are. We hit a d- tough spot. You know, our best young wide receiver Kyle Pitts is out. You know, we're not very, not very talented, doing the best we can. We're still kind of in, play, we're in still in playoff contention and you're going to pull me now. And then, and then when I leave, and th- this is where he shot, shoots himself in the foot. He made him seem like he was a quitter. And then, you know, post pops up on Instagram that Marcus Mariota holding, holding his new baby. You're like, oops, how do you not know that? It's a, it's a real question, right? How, do, how did he not know the Mariota thing? 
Adam Kaplan is our guest on the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Adam is our uh, Fox Sports Radio NFL insider. He also hosts the Inside the Birds podcast. Uh, Adam, let me let me play for you what Micah Parsons said on the Von Miller podcast, talking yeah. about Jalen Hurts and the I'm Eagles. Aware of this one? Yeah. We look at the Eagles. Is it Hurts or the team? <laughs> I think it's a little bit of both, man. I think it's, it's, I think it's, it's system and team. I think it's a little bit of both, man, because they got a great deep, they got a great offensive line, which helps Hurts. Hurts has AJ Brown and Devonta Smith. They got a good running game. I mean, Miles Sanders. They scheme that they, they scheme that they have. O line. I mean, bro, bro like, it, like. Um. Okay. So. How are, how are how are Eagles fans taking that? Yeah, I mean they're not happy. Typically, fans whatever you know area you're in or market, it's kind of like look, we'll criticize our, our players. You can't, you know, if you're up from the outside. Now, when a player does uh, from another team, particularly the the hated Dallas Cowboys, doesn't give an Eagle player props. They're they're kind of like, are you serious? Yeah, this is actually in talk radio here. It's actually been a fairly big story because. The Eagles are so good. The NFL's best team. It's hard to find much to criticize. It's it's been at times other than their their, their special teams, which have gotten better lately. Impossible. But yeah, this has been. Look, first of all, you and I have talked about. Now it's funny. You and I on Fox Sports Radio have talked about Hurts for three years now, particularly the last this season and last year, and we kind of chronicled uh, everything with Hurts, kind of his progression and where he was headed. I told you the Eagles were looking into replacing him uh, in terms of looking in free agency. Uh, with Russell Wilson. Uh, that didn't work out because he wasn't even interested. It was a non-starter because he wasn't interested in coming, and they looked heavily into Deshaun Watson, did a lot of background checking, uh, but he also was not interested in coming, and thankfully for the Eagles, that, that uh, was something they didn't really heavily pursue, but they definitely checked into it. And here we are. Jalen Hurts and I vote in two polls right now. I, I know that the award for the AP, I don't vote for the AP, I vote for one of them as Pro Football Writers Association, but... If you're talking about most improved, other than Geno Smith, you have to go with with uh, with Jalen Hurts, and also he's right up there for the MVP. Um, I didn't take any of it though as a slight. Like, I, I, people I think didn't either. A no, because I, I he said I, like I, I, they yeah, have I great players. He goes yeah. through all of the different position groups, and then he says, and Jalen Hurts is good, and they have a great scheme. Like, but 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 you know, people hear what they want to hear, and that's what they kind of go with. You know, that that's the, that's the crazy part about it. And by the way, living here and working at, in this market for you know, over uh, two dozen years, the thing you need to understand, folks, as you listen to uh, Doug and I talk, no one last year, so many fans did not want Jalen Hurts. Now they love him. Oh, he's a, he's better than Carson Wentz ever was. Of course. Better than Jaws, better than Vic, better than Randall Cutting. It's just funny how this works when something happens that you're not expecting. Everybody jumps on the bandwagon. It's just This is the way it works in sports. Uh, okay, so, so let's – was – was A.J. Brown kicking the Titans' butt what mm. ultimately caused Tennessee to change GMs? Okay, so here's what I know about the situation. So John Robinson, the general manager, was relieved of his duties, as you know, after uh, within 48 hours after the Eagles disp- destroyed them here in Philly. No, what happened was sh- uh, the owner, Amy Adams Strunk, was thinking about this for several weeks. It's the, the, these, uh, the, in all sports, it's not just the NFL. These are not done in a vacuum. Like, all right, we're just going to do this right now because we didn't like the way this game went down and they had our player. No, it doesn't work that way. It, it's, a, it's a thought process of a series of weeks. Now, what no one knows is did 
AJ Brown's huge game against them put it over the top? Was she leaning towards doing it then? Only she knows. She denies it, but I don't. I think otherwise. I think that put it over the top. But let's let's call this like it is. First of all. When Robinson and the Eagles were talking, she had to be aware of it because she had to know what was going to happen to one of their most prized assets in in A.J. Brown. She knew about the contract negotiations were not going well, and Robinson decided to pull the plug on it. Uh, My uh, my understanding was that he was not comfortable with his injury history, and uh, as much as he was sort of like the heart and soul of the football team, not really Ryan Tannehill, actually talking to the Titans is more like A.J. Brown. But fact of the matter is he decided to move on from him, now, recoup, uh, you know, getting a first round pick and a third round pick and not you know, helping their cap situation. But it's obviously shot them in the foot. They, they, this is A.J. Brown's trade. That trade is absolutely hurt their football team. There's no question about it. Um, OK, I, I, I frankly went to both the games at SoFi. Let's start with the Raiders sure. Rams game. And mm-hmm. the, the Baker learned the two minute drill in two days is incredible. <laughs> By the way, he never practiced. He just had a walkthrough on Wednesday. I mean, that's yeah. it. No, it's 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 incredible. On the other hand, if you watch the whole game, I did. Regardless of what you know, what you're going to do, he he looks like a backup. I mean, he did. That- like for the first three quarters, he made it. Here's what Sean McVay did. He did something smart. It's called give him predictable passes. So it's kind of like you know, I know we're, you're not able to see me, but I'll describe it. When you create in the, it's a little different from the NBA where you you set a pick and you get a guy open. What happens is you 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 have crossing routes and you set some interference to to create space for the receiver to get open. He's like, say, he's like, Sean McVay is like, okay, throw it right here. The guy's wide open, just throw it to him. And he was able to do that through three quarters, but they didn't have a ton of plays. Then the urgency kicked in, and he got really hot, and the Raiders, their season's over. I mean, they could, you know, with, with Waller coming back it, and and uh, Renfro coming back, it doesn't matter. They're not making the playoffs. The, the, that game, they had to win that game. And to choke it... Like they did. Boy, Josh McDaniels, I don't know if you saw his post-game press conference. He seemed defeated. I think he was in shock over it. And for a Rams team that lost their two starting receivers, their quarterback, three of the starting offensive linemen, I just give him credit for not quitting, but uh, it's been quite the, the, the season for both those teams. Um, okay, uh, speaking of the Raiders, and I know they're getting healthier now, but how can you be in press coverage when the other team has no timeouts to 15 seconds to go? Yeah, well, yeah, I know you should be playing what's called off coverage. You, you 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 don't want to give up anything deep. You don't want to give up anything. You just want to keep everything in front of you and, and not give up a touchdown. Yeah, you you could certainly question what Patrick Graham was doing. The defense coordinators are actually very good, by the way. He just has not had a lot. They're really bad on the back end. They just they, that's what uh, McDaniel's and Dave Ziegler, the general manager, will have to do is rebuild that secondary. But yeah, that was a mistake. Uh, but quite fr- first of all, you, you just look at that quarter. They're, they're up thirteen. You cannot lose that game. And Derek Carr, by the way, was horrendous in that game. I've been a big Carr supporter. One pe- thing people will give you a nugget here. They have a decision to make on his contract. The way that the structure was, which is also team-friendly, the one thing his agent got, which is really smart, if they're going to move on from him, they have to do it, and they can't trade him on the language at that time. But three days after the season, after the Super Bowl, which is Super Bowl Sunday, so that Wednesday after Super Bowl Sunday, if he's on the roster, his entire $32 million salary becomes fully guaranteed. So they're going to either cut him then or at least have a trade worked out by then if they can to avoid that money uh, being on the hook for it during the season. I- I'm a little surprised. He's not been, Carr's been wildly inconsistent. 
And he's just not making throws he needs to make. He's been a disappointment, quite frankly, under Josh McDaniels. I completely agree. I, I said that actually yesterday. We were talking about all these big contract quarterbacks. And you get, like, Raider fan throwing out stats like, sorry, he hasn't had a good year. And he, not. He, he, he just has not. All right. The, the nightcap Sunday night, um, you and I had discussed, you know, I mean, Emmanuel Acho is the only guy to really bring it up. But it did kind of become a thing, right? The social media quarterback. I, I, and and I, I'll be honest, I bought in the baggage of thinking that Tua wasn't nearly as good as Herbert. I mean, I walked away not, from that game not even with, close. with not even it's, close. Not, it's not even a discussion, right? It wasn't and even. It, it, I, I, look, I, I've covered Tua, Doug, from day one. He's got some limitations, arm strength, body type, su- significant injury history. You love the kid's heart. By the way, he's leading the uh, NFL in Pro Bowl voting, which is amazing for a Dolphins team. But he's, look, he played for Alabama. So he's some sort of a national player. But no, I mean, Herbert's this absolute superstar stud talent. It's they've got also they've got. Issues on their offensive line. Uh, they, by the way, they're really beat up on defense. I cannot believe they beat the Dolphins. That should never have happened. You know, technically, they're down five defensive tackles. Jerry Tillery was cut, who was claimed by the, Raver, the Raiders, and they had four other guys who were hurt that yeah. didn't play in that game. Yeah, four. Inter- they, they, started with, they started with they started the season with five interior defensive linemen. None of them dressed. No, well, no, four on IR, one they cut. This is embarrassing. You, you can't lose a game like that. The Dolphins and two is not look. They, they know that they have to take a look at Tua's long-term situation. They could extend his contract if they want to after the season. I, I don't know why they would do that. You worry about his injury history. He, they run a certain offense. It's a quick strike because he can't throw the ball downfield very well. Crossers right over the middle run after the catch. At some point, you've got to change that up. And Mike McDaniel's done a phenomenal job calling plays. It has not worked that well the last two weeks, particularly this past week, against a beat-up uh, Charger defense. You're gonna to have to change some things. Like they're they're no lock to make the playoffs right now as a wild card. It's it's going to be challenging for them. They, they're certainly in the driver's seat to do it, but they're not no lock to win. And by the way, the Titans come in. They haven't run the ball well. You know what's coming off the bus with Derrick Henry here. They're going to run it up the gut against the Chargers. Uh, no no question about it. Um, uh, okay, let's let's look at the Arizona Cardinals. I, I talked about this yesterday. Boy, they they went from a bad spot to a worse spot, right? Because with Kyler's contract, he's going to be the starter, but you got to wait for him to return. And he's as as good an arm as he has. He's also really athletic, so we don't know what level of athlete he'll be coming off of knee surgery. And even if ultimately guys return to their form, that first year back, you're usually pretty tentative about exposing yourself, right? Then you have the what do you do with coach with, with your coach? Because it was pretty obvious those two weren't getting along. But if you hire a new coach, you're going to have a system put in for a quarterback that's not going to play probably the first, you know, four, six games of next year. Like the whole thing is kind of confusing as to how Arizona proceeds. What are they thinking right now? Yeah. So first of all, with the ACA, look, he's a quarterback. There's nothing they can do about it based on contract structure. Now, Cliff Kingsbury, you, you know, you talk about Cliff and, and Kyle, they're actually very close. I, don't don't worry. The, the little arguments they've had on the sideline these happen. Every single quarterback has this issue with their their offense coordinator, or head coach. I don't really worry about that stuff. They're kind of married to each other here in terms of of relationship. They've known each other. Remember, Cliff recruited him to Texas Tech. That's why Josh Rosen was traded. So look, it, it's remember they they just extended Cliff and his contract and Steve Kimes' contract, the GM earlier this year. It's look they they usually Cliff he starts off great and then they fade. Well, they've been bad the entire season. A lot of injuries, no no doubt that's part of it. And 
it's going to be hard for Kyler next year because this it, this it, he's not going to be ready until August at the earliest. You know, I know you. you I think you tore your ACL, right? Your, yeah. Your basketball career. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. You know, no. No. Not in my basketball career. Just a year and a half ago. Oh, year and a half. Okay. Okay. But you know what the rehab's like. It's hard. You don't. You have to reteach your knee uh, how to, to to be where it was. It's it's tough. And, and and like you said, you're right. His his thing is running around and making plays. It's going to be hard for them. They, they, Colt McCoy is a good backup, but they're in a tough way right now. They they have an older t- their offensive line's beat up and older. They they have a lot of work to do. They do have a they do have a, a lot of work to do. Uh, what about New England? They they beat the the Arizona Cardinals, but there's continuing yeah. discussions over whether Patricia and Mac Jones get along, and if that long term works. What, what what's the status of the offensive staff with the Patriots? I, here's what I know. I, I don't believe that there's a, a ton of buy-in with the scheme from the players. There have been there's been some public shots uh, from some of their players at Matt Patricia. Just in terms of the data mention his name, but the scheme. And Mac Jones has been regressing. Belichick and I have a ton of respect for him. He certainly would get my vote as best coach of my lifetime, <laughs> even better than Lombardi. But the fact of the matter is this was a major mistake to not bring in a quarterback coach. Uh, why would you – first, Joe Judge has never coached quarterbacks before. When you have an emerging quarterback, why would you do that? And Bill's – look, he, he was asked about this. In terms of schematic changes, he, he admitted, and he's right, you can't make changes in, in, in regular season. Bill's going to have to reassign his guys. I, I get it. The, he's close to these coaches. But this is a major mistake, and Bill's got to rectify it. I would expect some adjustments in terms of who's coaching the quarterbacks next season. Uh, it's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Last thing, we talked about Marcus Mariota. Yeah, I heard. And, yeah. I mean, it was, that's a weird one, right? First, it is. Yeah. First, Arthur Smith says, I don't know where he is. Like, he's not here, which makes it look like he quit. Then turns out he had a baby. And then he made it seem like there was nothing wrong with his knee. They put him on IR. Now he's having knee surgery. How is this? There's such disconnect between his now former starting quarterback. Yeah, this is one of the most bizarre stories. So first of all, okay, Doug, let's go back some weeks ago. Before the bye, Arthur Smith has had this contentious sort of attitude and relationship with the media in in, in Atlanta. It's, by the way, it's not. They have one newspaper, the, the Journal Constitution. They just don't. Not a big media market. But they've since he's been the head coach, though, though he's done a decent job, and they just don't have. They're one of the least talented teams in the NFL. He's had issues with these guys, and they kept being asked about the quarterback. He kept saying, you got to talk with the other positions. It's, it's everybody. Well, the most convenient thing to do is if you're going to bench someone, this happens forever, you bench them during a bye, and that's what they did. It wasn't a secret. Desmond Ritter, they wanted to get a look at him before the end of the season. He was a third-round pick. He's not guaranteed to be the starter next season. But the, the Mariota's experience, and uh, you are right, I heard you before the break, Martha Smith wanted him to be his quarterback, Mariota. It, he started off well, but another little secret for you here. One of the things that really bothered the, the Falcons is that the disconnect between Mariota and, and Kyle Pitts in terms of accuracy and getting him involved. I mean, they spent a high first-round pick on a tight end. Who does that? If you do it, this guy's got to be a superstar, and he's got a chance to be, but it's, it, it did not work with Mariota. He, in fact, quite frankly, he should have benched Mariota weeks ago. But what typically happens is you're not going to do it unless you think that the rookie or the young quarterback's ready, and that's what happened here. Great stuff, as always. Um, you're the best. Adam Kaplan, I truly appreciate it. Happy holidays to you to and you, everybody. Man. Plus, to check out his Inside the Birds podcast. Adam, thanks for being our guest on Fox Sports Radio. You got it, man. Thank you. Pleasure's all ours. Coming up on the Doug Gottlieb Show, live from the Tyrac.com studios, you won't believe a story about Bill Belichick or... 
will you? That's next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 